What's going on, everyone? Welcome to a new episode of the Draining Jimmy's podcast. I hope everyone's enjoying their week. I hope everyone had a great week one of the NFL season. Uh, Definitely we'll be discussing some of week one today. I know week two has already kicked off. We had the Eagles and we had the Vikings going at it tonight. Eagles with a nice little victory today. And if you're a fantasy football fan and you had DeAndre Swift, you definitely were quite pleased with the performance that he had today for the Eagles. But it definitely was an up and down week and one. Week one, I will be discussing that too. Looking into week two, I'll be back with my picks. Um, also be discussing week one rookies as well. Um, and also be discuss- catching up on some other sports too. Uh, we had uh, FIBA World Cup come to a close on the weekend. Be breaking that down and the outcome and some of, I wouldn't say backlash, but definitely some fans giving their opinions, even some analysts giving some opinions as well with the state of, you know, USA and the world of basketball. But, you know, big, big news for Canada throughout that tournament too. Uh, we'll also be catching up on some, you know, we had some European qualifier as well for the Euro 2024, which is going on next year. Uh, we also, I'm going to be discussing jerseys. You know, tonight I'm going to be talking about the one thing that fans have. Some don't, but some do in the cost and, you know, everything has been going up. You know, we're looking at, you know, housing, food, uh, rent. We're, we're looking at a lot of things that have been being inflated and jerseys being inflated as well. So the question is, are you still going to buy a jersey? Are you going to get brand new? Are you going to go and support your local team and get it from their fan shop? Or are you just going to find an alternative to a jersey? Are you going to do the, the, the loop around and just get something cheaper? It's not going to be the exact same. But it's going to be a knockoff, and are you going to be spending that? But we'll be discussing that too. Not only just discussing that, but discussing what type of jersey you're going to get, the, the dedication. Are you going to get a favorite player? You're just going to slap your name on the back. You know, it, it's it's tough as well. But week one of the NFL is officially done. Again, like I mentioned, week two kicked off today. So here we are talking about week one. And Monday night, we had a big big thing happened with the loss of Aaron Rodgers, uh, which was, you know, it, it's tough for the New York Jets. Like they, the way things went for them and how things were starting and the way it ended, the, it did. It's huge for the New York Jets to bounce back from just getting kicked in the chest, losing Rodgers that quickly into the game, especially with the hype coming into the season about the New York Jets. There was talks. You're going to have a great matchup, and you're talking about potentially three teams that could have won that division with the Bills, the Jets, and even with Miami now with that played phenomenal as well week one. If if you have Tua and Tyreek on your fantasy team, I hope you won. I really, really do, especially after that performance they both had. But going back to Monday night, and, and I can analyze and break everything down, and, and I will in about a moment, but I think many people know how that game turned out, but it is a big loss for the Jets. I had them going to the wild card. I didn't have them winning the division because, again, a lot of this meant like what was going everything was going to go through Rodgers. It was all going to be tied to him and how this team was going to develop, and it's, we won't know now until next year and how this team is going to play. And the question is, is, could this potentially be the last we see Rodgers? It's... It's an Achilles injury. It's it's tough. But again, like 
we don't know what's going to happen with the Jets now. You know, I know a lot of criticism that's out there, but here we are. We have Zach Wilson, who's going to take over now. And we, we know the seasons that he's had. We, we do. We know the struggles. But now that Rodgers is gone, can he take that big step forward? You know, can he be the leader? Can he be that top pick that he was drafted? So right now, a lot is going to go into his shoulders. But the win that they got on Monday was just at the comeback. You know, the defense played well. And listen, the Jets have a great defense. But also at the same time, too, Josh Allen just tried to play hero ball. It, and it showed. Like, I'm not going to take anything away. You know what? They, the Jets played well. They bounced back. They won. But again, it's Josh Allen is the reason why. The Jets were able to come back. They, he just tried to put too much on his shoulders. Wasn't showing any vision. That's like he's just tossing balls down the field. There are some times where, you know what, he tried to run and use his legs and be the hero to get those yardages. And there's times where he just threw the ball up when he should have just realized, hey, I got open space. I can just run right there and get the first out. But he's just trying to be too big for the arm. And that, that loss would be on him. It, it is. Like the defense, you know what, the defense tried to stop the Jets. You know, they came up short. The Jets, it, it is what it is. Like, I'm just going to leave it there. The Jets won an OT. Big victory for them, especially with their neighbors, the Giants, just laying a goose egg the night before. But, you know, it, it is a loss for football, not having Aaron Rodgers here. It is. It, it really is. It's a loss for the division. It's a loss for the AFC because you had a potential matchup. The buildup of the AFC was going to be there, and that's what we're seeing. Like, we would have seen a great little, you know, rivalry. Little, not like Yeah, rivalry. Like, you're going to have them battle out between the Jets, the Bills, and the Miami Dolphins for that top spot. But now you're kind of just leaving it now with the Bills and the Miami Dolphins now can try and battle out and win the East. And if the Bills get everything correct, we will see what happens. We'll see if they can make those changes. But I'm, I'm I was quite happy with Week One. Uh, the first game was a kicker. The, the Lions just surprising and playing four quarter football and just stopping the Chiefs. And yes, there's criticism there too. Like some have said that there's an asterisk on that Lions win. Yes, you don't have some key players on that team. Yes, you're missing Kelsey Jones wasn't playing, who is now uh, signed a one-year extension or one-year deal to come back. But but here we are. Here we are. We're looking at you know, like what like what asterisk is there? They won. They won. Kelsey, yes, he was injured, but he 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 got injured. <laughs> Jones chose to be out. So is this an asterisk on the on the the Lions win? No, I think the Lions played great. All of them played great. The rookies, you know, Jared Goff played well. Like the defense played well. Like everything flowed through the head coach with the Lions, and I think overall it was a win. And there's no asterisk. Like to say that there to take out the win, and I know the Chiefs, the, the media is going to blow up. It's the Chiefs. We they're the defending Super Bowl champions. You know they weren't fully like. Chris Jones, again, chose to be out. This wasn't an injury. He chose to be out. Travis Kelsey got an injury, and it happens in football. It, it is. That's part of the game, but he got injured. Jones, again, chose to be out. So as much as, you know, coulda, woulda, shoulda, you don't know how things are going to go. You, you don't. Like When he's there, 
you know Campbell's going to have a different game plan. The defense is going to have a different attack on Kelsey. But we don't know how things went. Like, the Lions were getting pressure. They played well. Overall, it was great. Again, huge win for the Lions. I have them winning the North, like I made in my predictions before in the previous episode. But, again, it's, you know, there's a lot of a lot of woulda, coulda, shoulda. But at the end of the day, a W is a W, and it doesn't matter. Again, there were certain players, again, that could have played but chose not to. Yes, the Chiefs had struggles catching the ball, but I think the Lions did enough to make some noise on week one, and they did, and they did. And you know what? We, we had other things going on too, lots of rookies debuting, lots of rookie quarterbacks, the number one, the number two, and the number four pick all ready to go and play. So we had you know Bryce Young, who had his struggles, we, we, he did. He struggled with Carolina week one. Stroud the same. Both, lo- like, all quarterbacks who started rookies lost. Like, you know, Bryce Young, Carolina lost. Houston lost. Indy lost as well. Out of the three quarterbacks who I thought did the best, obviously Anthony Richardson. And I'm not being biased because of McColt's fan, but when you look at everything performed with that team, yes, Anthony Richardson had his struggles, but when we're looking at how this game, the games progressed, the, the Colts looked well. They were in the lead at one point against the Jacksonville Jaguars, Jaguars, who at one point will win the AFC South. They are poised to do it. They have a very talented team, good defense, strong offense. That's even going to get better, especially now that Calvin Ridley looks like he didn't miss a step on that Sunday. But again, Overall, with the performances of the three rookies, yes, I'm going to give it to Anthony Richardson. Yeah, like I'm not being biased because I'm a Colts fan, but he performed well. 223 through the air. He had a nice pa- He had a passing TD. Yes, he had a costly interception. Did he have some hiccups? Yes, but he will grow. He looked well. He looked a little bit better in, when he was playing compared to the other two. C.J. Stroud did struggle. Bryce Young did struggle. All three did struggle, and all three did some good things. But, you know, Richardson, just the offense looked different as well. But, again, like, it's it was a big week. It was a big week for rookies. I will be announcing my five performers that I liked from the rookies this season, or from week one, sorry, I shouldn't say this season. We were only week two in. Uh, but, again, great performances from rookies as well. But, like, this weekend coming up, we have the number two, and the number four pick going at it. Actually, technically, you have the number two and the number three pick going against the number four. Like you remember, uh, the Houston Texans made those big picks. So we'll see Anderson and C.J. Stroud up against uh, Anthony Richardson this weekend as well. And that you know, we'll be talking about my games this weekend too. I got my five games. Be going back to that as well. I didn't do anything for week one, which I'm kind of more disappointed in myself because – you know how I always get to it, but definitely going to be excited for my picks for this weekend. Um, just a little hint, many of the teams that lost week one, I'm picking them to win this week. So definitely going to see how that all turns out. But overall for rookies, I was quite impressed uh, for the way they played. Bijan Robinson um, definitely was excited to see how he was running the ball. Gibbs played quite well. Uh, for the Lions, uh, but you know what? I'm going to get to my five performers or performer performances with the rookies right now. So my top five rookies uh, that 
performed well. This is not in pretend any order, but these are my five. So I shouldn't have said top five. These are my five rookies who performed well week one. So Zay Flowers, who plays for Baltimore Ravens, had an great first game. You saw his route running was just incredible. Nice little weapon for uh, Lamar Jackson. Nine catches for 78 yards, but 87 total yards. He had nine yards on the ground as well. Will Anderson, who will be facing Anthony Richardson this weekend from Houston, four tackles, one sack. Bijan Robinson, who I was just talking about, 73 total yards and a TD. Jordan Addison, uh, just about 65 yards total, 61 through the air, one TD. And then Anthony Richardson, yes, I'm going to put his performance there as well. Uh, 243 total yards, uh, 40 on the ground, 223 through the air, one TD uh, in the air, and one rushing TD as well. So great performances by all. It's week one. We don't we don't know what's going to happen this week. Like Jordan Addison today, um, speaking of a rookie who I talked about his performance in week one, uh, three catches, 72 yards, I believe, and a TD. So he, he may be there this weekend as well, but we don't know what's going to happen with the other rookies. We may see Stroud. We may see uh, Young on this one as well. Uh, we think the Packers have a couple uh, rookies as well with, I believe it's Van Ness, uh, Musgrave, as well as Reed, a couple first and two second round picks that they had. So we'll, we'll see how that goes. Jordan Love, you know, it didn't look like the Packers offense slowed down uh, with Jordan Love, especially against the Chicago Bears. Justin Fields looks like he struggled a little bit uh, when playing against him and looks like the Bears are going to struggle again this season. But it's week one, so you don't know what's going to happen. In five, six weeks, then we're going to see the teams that we know that are going to probably be in the playoffs and the ones that we're going to be like, well, they're going to be probably picking top 10 this next year in the draft. So like it's anything could go. Like as much as much as the Giants laid a goose egg on Sunday night, they may be better next week. They may they may be. They they might bounce back and get a W. So we'll see that. And anything could happen. Yes. Injuries could happen. It's part of the game. We we saw what happened Monday night. I mean, we don't know what's gonna happen with the Jets. Some people may be sleeping on them already, or they're just gonna write them off because Yes, it's a different quarterback. It's not going to be Aaron Rodgers. So we'll see how it all plays out. It's it's We don't know what's going to happen. But we're just going to wait and see. Week two is happening this week. So I'm going to get to my five games that I'm choosing for this week. Colts and Houston, Chiefs and Jags. Uh, we're going to have the Bengals and the Ravens, uh, Packers and the Falcons, and the Bills and the Raiders going with those five. I'm going to go with the Colts winning against Houston this weekend. Um, like it's going to be, it's going to be one of those games, but it's an exciting game to watch because you're seeing, you know, top five picks going at it in the same game. You're having the number two and number three pick going off against the number four pick. So the one thing that's going to be actually is you're literally going to have the number three pick going to be going up against the number four, number four pick because Anderson plays on the outside and you have Anthony Richardson as the quarterback. So a lot of people are going to be wondering how fast can Anderson get to that? Can he attack that O-line? Well, you'll have to watch Sunday, but I do like the Colts over at Houston. Chiefs bouncing back after week one. Uh, I have them over the Jags. 
Bengals, who struggled week one with Cleveland. Uh, looks like a lot of the quarterbacks that got their money this past offseason definitely struggled a little bit. Um, actually, Jalen Hurts doesn't look like he has been struggling. Play has been a little, uh, but well, they got the win today. They got the win last week, so they're 2-0. and But um, Bengals over the Ravens, I have them doing that. I think the Bengals bounce back huge, especially with what happened last week. Joe Burrow has to step up, especially with the way his play was. Uh, Packers and the Falcons, I have the Packers over the Falcons getting that win. And lastly, the Bills after a dismal Monday night. Dismal. Can Josh Allen realize that he needs to do other things to help his team win other than just heave the ball downfield and hope that someone's going to be there to catch it? But I think his vision is going to be a little bit better this week as he plays the Raiders. I like the Bills over the Raiders. So again, Colts, Chiefs, Bengals, Packers, Bills as my five wins for this weekend. We'll, we'll see how it goes. We'll, we'll talk about it on the next week's episode when I talk, discuss those wins, when I make my new picks for the following week, and also talk about the rookie performances as well because I'm a little excited to see that too, but definitely was exciting to see. If you're just coming through through the episode of the podcast, again, just to recap, my rookie performers from the week, Anthony Richardson, Jordan Addison, Bijan Robinson, Will Anderson, and Zay Flowers as my rookies. And then lastly, my picks again for week two. I got the Colts over the Houston Texans, Chiefs over the Jaguars, Bengals over the Ravens, Packers over the Falcons, and the Bills over the Raiders. So that's what I'm liking for the NFL this week. But you know, we'll see what week two brings. Like I can spend hours talking about week one, but we got week two, which is already kicked off. Eagles with a nice win today. Kirk Cousins with a nice little performance too. Jordan Addison played well. DeAndre Swift, if you had him in fantasy, you were quite happy with that, as well as Devonta Smith. He played quite well too. Like Jalen Hurts did too. Like I'm not taking that away. Yes, he he may be. A little struggling, but he had some rushing TDs today. Like he's gonna perform well. He's gonna have a good season. Like he, he's gonna live up to that pay. He, he is. He's got the big contract. But overall, uh, good night for if you're an Eagles fan. If you're a fantasy owner, you had a great night as well. So uh, keep an eye on that too. And hopefully, you had a good week one in fantasy. I hope you have a great week two as well. But. So much more NFL to talk about, and I will be back next week to discuss that as well. So on the weekend, we had the FIBA World Cup come to an end, and it was exciting to see, especially if you're Canadian. It was happy to see Canadians get the bronze, first bronze ever for them, and we we saw the talent there. Uh, We did beat the U.S. We did beat Team USA, which was exciting to see. Uh, USA did force in the OT, Canada coming through in the end, uh, Serbia falling to Germany in the finals. And if you're a Raptors fan, it's a good thing to see Dennis Schroeder uh, win the FIBA MVP as well as his country winning the World Cup as well. So excited to see that too. Overall, it's always great to see this type of tournament because you see all those players that you follow in the NBA or depending on where you are, you, you see them represent their country and show their skills. And the one thing, too, is and I saw uh, J.J. Redick talk about this a little bit. When you have players 
come to the NBA and go on to those certain teams, you have them in certain roles. And you reference to, you know, players when they're going off to play for their country, they're basically being like Michael Jordan. You know, you, you see them just play phenomenal for their country. And, it, and it's, you know, you're wondering, like, why can't they do that for their team? And he explained it. He's just like, they're in a certain role on their team. They're here to go to this position, shoot here, do this pass. They're, they're there to just be on that role. And that's what, that's what we see in the NBA. But when they go to their country, we, we see the talent that they actually bring to the game. And it's just incredible that this tournament, you, you saw that talent explode. Yes, there were some NBA players not in this tournament. And I'm sure if you're a Team USA fan, you're obviously upset that Durant didn't play Steph Curry, Clay Thompson. You didn't see all those people there. Some people saw Edwards on that team. You saw a bunch of other players. But again, it's, you know, you're not seeing those stars that everyone gets excited to see on Friday and Saturday night in the NBA because, you know, they're, they're, they're sitting off. And I know now there's blowback with, you know, the way Team USA didn't perform because we, we, we saw the Noah Lyles comment before, like the NBA, world champions, are they? But no, we, always, we know the comments that Lyles made, world champions of what? And many people who were against the Lyles comment who now – rescinded and basically agreed with what he had said like like we we know that the nba is an organization that attracts world talent and it's not the only league that does it we see it in the nhl we see it in mlb we we see it in mls you know we, we see it in soccer over in europe like these leagues that are just attract talent to those leagues but they're not world champions when they say it at the end and i talked about this in my previous episode of the podcast so, but going f- back to it now, now you're, you're talking about the Olympics next year. By the way, Canada is going to be performing in the, or not performing, playing in the Olympics for basketball next year, which is just huge for the country. And it's huge for Canada sports, especially when you looked at the last year. You know, next year, you know, we got bronze at the World Cup. We, we saw the men's World Cup last fall. We saw the women in the Women's World Cup this year. So it's a good year. And you know what? Everyone, we know every year, Canada, the World Juniors, and you had the U18 World Championships. Like, you have everything going on. And not only the World Champions as well for the more seniors, but we're seeing this in other sports is incredible. Yes, we know how well we perform in other sports at the Olympics, but... When, you, when you're at the stage where you're seeing so many countries dominate, like USA, we, we know they're going to dominate a basketball, but this is huge for Canada to get into it. And then, you know, soccer, you know, we, we see the world, North America, you know, USA, Mexico, we've seen how well they perform. And now that we saw Canada this past year in the winter, in the Olympic, or not the Olympics, the World Cup back in the fall, we know how well the women's soccer has performed over the last few years. So we're, we're seeing growth in Canada sports. It's not just going to be focusing on hockey. It's just now we're seeing it everywhere else too, which is great to see. But going back to it, now, now you're seeing next year the USA team, like LeBron James is now recruiting to get other players to go and play for next year. I don't know if this is a 
rebuttal to what happened to Team USA, but you know what, like, don't you want a World Cup as well? But now they're bidding for the Olympics to try and get through. Guess what? It's not just going to be them. But what we're now we're seeing at the world stage is we're, we're seeing everything grow at the world stage. So, yes, we're going to see Team USA try to get loaded as well. Canada, now that they're in the Olympics, we're going to see them start getting their Canadian athletes who want to play for that. So for the past years, when we've been watching this, seeing Canada struggle to get into the FIBA World Cup, as well as trying to get into the Olympics and struggle, it, it has been tough. But now that they're over the hump, now we're going to see who's going to be willing to play, who wants to play for Canada. It was tough not having Jamal Murray there, but he should be there for next year. Andrew Wiggins should be there. There's going to be a lot of Canadian talent uh, going to be there for next summer. So we're excited to see that. Not only that, it's just you're going to see Giannis over there in the Olympics. You're going to see him play extremely well. We know how well Spain plays every year. Jokic and many of his Serbian team, like Serbian fellow, fellow Serbian players in the NBA will be playing for the, his national team. And we know how well that team's going to be playing out. So definitely going to be exciting Olympics next year. But I know a lot of people this past World Cup definitely made some comments. Well, not every superstar is going to play. That's true. But you're also going to see the talent that other countries bring as well. Like Spain, like, like the Gasol brothers have retired a long time ago. But Spain still puts up teams. They are a phenomenal, phenomenal team. And if you watch that fourth quarter between them and Canada, it was a remarkable fourth quarter, uh, to say the least. Lithuania is going to be very well when they get their, some of their players uh, from the NBA that didn't play as well. You saw Jonas Valanciunas playing in there, and, and it was great to see. And I remember I was talking with one of my friends. Uh, we were discussing the game. Like, NBA-style basketball is not going to be the same style of basketball that you watch at the Olympics and at the World Cup. It's, it's more of a European-style, not format, but style of game. It, and you saw that when you watched the Canada-Spain game, Canada versus other European teams as well. European style ball is just different, and you have to approach it a different way, and your schemes have to be different as well. And it's it's a different style of game. But overall, because I know I've been all over the place with this segment when discussing basketball, but overall the World Cup was great to see. I'm happy for Germany winning. Like, like Serbia for them to perform, still missing key players for their team as well. But again, it's been remarkable. It was a great World Cup. Happy for Canada. Happy for an Olympic bid. It's going to be an exciting 2024 for the Olympics. Um, it's an exciting time for Canadian sports in general when we're looking at it here. But here we are. Um, the Olympics are next year, too. So we're definitely looking forward to it. It's going to be a big year for the Olympics. It really is. Uh, we'll see what the Canadian men's team does for soccer. Definitely going to be excited to see for the Women's World Cup, too, because it's not the Women's World Cup, the Women's Olympic team, too. Definitely going to be a lot of fun next year for Canadians, for sports. It, it's definitely going to be a lot of fun. But, again, happy to Canada. Happy to the gold medal winners, or the champions, uh, Germany, Dennis Schroeder, Raptor, huge for him. So we know we'll be congratulating him on that success as well. But definitely going to be an exciting year for Canada basketball. So earlier on, I did mention I was going to do a segment talking about jerseys. 
And I know in today's society, over the last couple of years, we have seen inflation just skyrocket, not just with jerseys, but we're seeing with, you know, everyday things, your, your amenities, your, your food, your housing, we're, we're, we're seeing everything increase uh, over time, just, just the way things have been over the last couple of years. But the one thing with the world of sports is fans always want a jersey, whether it's to represent your favorite player, represent yourself by putting your name on the back. You're, you're always trying to support your team no matter what. And in today's world, in some more common than other areas of sports, we're seeing multiple different jerseys. And I, I've mentioned soccer with their multiple kits. NBA is the same way with their different designs for jerseys. MLB has, depending on the teams, have more than just two or three. You have four baseball jerseys. Uh, you're also looking at the NHL, which is adopting or has been adopting the third jersey. Some of them have been re- resembling classics from years back, uh, but you're seeing that as well. The NFL bringing in a third type of jersey as well. Sometimes they bring back redesigns of classics too. We, we've seen that. But the one thing is, we're, we're, we're seeing the pricing has changed. The pricing has nearly almost doubled depending on the manufacturer or, you know, like who who's taking over the contracts when they sign on to take over the league jerseys. Adidas right now for the NBA, or not for the NBA, uh, for uh, the NHL. Nike is taking over for Major League Baseball. It used to be Majestic. Uh, we're seeing, depending on your soccer club, uh, it's either Adidas, uh, Puma, or even uh, Nike for your soccer jersey. And sometimes the deals that they strike with, that basically determines what the price is going to be sometimes. But we're, we're seeing this uh, go forward. And it, it's incredible how the pricing has just changed. And you're seeing the different jersey designs, which are cool, but it's just incredible in how the pricing has changed. The reason why I say this is, is just because I am a collector of jerseys. I, I have an amount. I have bought authentic. I have bought non-authentic jerseys. And sometimes the non-authentic ones work out quite well at fractions of the price. Uh, the Knicks jersey, and if you know the story of the Knicks jersey and why I had to buy it, um, well, obviously, I bet against the Knicks five times in a row. And when I said after the fourth loss, if the Knicks win one more time, I'm going to have to buy one of the jerseys. They ended up winning. I got an R.J. Barrett jersey. But um, right now, it's like when when you're looking at the price of a basketball jersey, you're looking at 160 bucks now. Uh, That's what's what's going on in the world with that, too. And like I just got a new United jersey uh, a couple weeks or about a week ago. Because you know what? Like as much as the English Premier League is big, it is sometimes hard to try and get jerseys, depending on your certain players. And some of them don't get jerseys with your players on it. They just get the jersey themselves. And like it's sometimes you want to get that, and sometimes you have to pay that extra. But we're at that point where it's, you know, like, what's the cost? And how much are you willing to spend? Are you going to wait for a clearance deal? And right now I'm just pulling up Fanatic's uh, Canada at the moment, just because I want to discuss some of the prices. And like, let's look at the NFL right now. Like, I'm just going to pull up a jersey. I'll pull up my team. Like, obviously, the majority of the jerseys that I already have are, are of my team. 
And do I have a small amount of jerseys? The answer is no, I do not have a small amount. I have a ton of (laughs) jerseys that are out there. But um, here we are, like just pulling up NFL jerseys. Um, But again, it's a combination of some of them are authentic. Some of them are just, you know, uh, (laughs) non-authentics, which I've gotten over the years. Uh, but again, like I'm just pulling up a jersey now. Um, I got a Anthony Richardson jersey, and I believe this is game jersey. It's not the actual stitched. It's just 160 bucks, sorry, 170 bucks for this jersey. And again, the NFL has its different types of jerseys and everything. If you want your own custom jersey, it's 225 bucks. Uh, we have a Peyton Manning, Manning Mitchell and Ness legacy replica jersey going for two sixteen. Um, let me just take a look here, like youth jerseys. I have a Gardner Minshew a Nike game jersey here going for two hundred six bucks. Jonathan Taylor uh, with his uh, Vapor Limited jersey two hundred fifty four. Like these are the different styles. So here, here we are looking at these jerseys. Like a youth Jacoby Brissett. Jacoby Brissett hasn't played for the Colts for a couple of years. 112 bucks. These are all Canadian prices too, by the way. So I wonder if I went to Fanatics. Uh, just yeah, I'm gonna go to FanaticsJust.com, obviously, uh, just to take a look there because we're gonna see that here. And if you're trying to order from the states, that that's even tough too because you're gonna have to pay duty when it comes to Canada. So just pulling up the NFL, pull up my Indianapolis Colts as well. Let's look at jerseys. A little disappointed that just came up. Okay. So fanatics.ca. Why am I looking at fanatics.com? So 160 bucks. Why is this not, did I make a boo-boo? Did I do something right now? And I feel like I may have when doing this. Fanatics.ca. So let's pull this up here. Fanatics.ca, Canada. Okay, here we go. Yeah, so the conversion, everything, 100 and, 170 bucks. So it's you're, you're looking at quite a pretty penny here uh, for the jersey. So that was, that was Canada. I'm just pulling up Fanatics again on the American site. Because sometimes the one thing I did find was when I was doing my, my jersey purchases, um, like the American sites give better deals. So, uh, let me just pull this up here. Yeah. 160, 160, 170. So conversions, pricing, everything we know, but again, it's still a lot for a Jersey. Now this is just fanatics that I'm looking at here and I'm not bashing it. I've, I've purchased from fanatics for multiple jerseys, um, whether it's NHL or NFL, but again, it's, let me just pull up another, uh, just go to another sport. Let me just pull up soccer here because yes, I didn't mention soccer. So let's pull up some of the jerseys here. Uh, now I do have Alvaro Fernandez Jersey, but let me just pull up a no name Jersey. Some of these named jerseys, the Johnny Evans Jersey. If you're a United fan and know who that is, $194 us, 195 us for this Jersey. So let's look for a jersey that has no name on the back. Uh, you have the training jersey white, uh, custom jersey. If you want a replica, 134, 135 bucks. 
So like it, it's incredible on how those prices have changed. Now, when I got my Portugal jersey uh, back in November for the World Cup, I, I paid about 130 bucks Canadian for my jersey uh, from our store. But depending on where you're getting your jersey, it's going to be even more. So like that's here, here we are in that day and age. So away from pricing, obviously I know pricing is a big deal when it comes to it. Um, when you're deciding a jersey, like what do you choose to buy? Like that's that's a question a lot of people ask. Like are you going to go with the home jersey, the colored one, or you want to go with a white jersey, or you want to go with the third alternate jersey, which could be similar to your home or your away jersey. Because um, it is. And I know I mentioned, you know, um, your your different colored jerseys. But again, it's every, every team, you have your home jersey, you have your different color. You know, like a majority of your away jerseys are always going to be white. Just to, sometimes they, they do an alternate color, but majority of the times it's going to be a white jersey as your away jersey, which has always been in every sport that you play in. But do you go with that? Do you have a preference? Do you have a favorite player that you want to go with? Do you want to go with a player that everyone else has? Or you just have a specific player? Do you want to go with the most popular one? That's where we are. And you always look at, you know, top jersey sales, like everything going on. Like majority of the world has a Tom Brady jersey, whether it's a Patriots jersey or a Michigan jersey or a Buccaneers jersey. A lot of people do have a Tom Brady jersey because he was well, arguably the greatest football player of all time. But do you go with that when you're when you're choosing your favorite team, when you're a Patriots team, because everyone else has that jersey. When you're a Red Sox fan, does everyone go with a David Ortiz? Because he is arguably the most popular Red Sox of the Red Sox history. Um, but do you go with that as well? So a lot of questions there. For me, I, I, it's a combination of all. It, it is. And from when you look at my jersey collection, it's all about how long have you been a fan or if you're just starting out. Yes, when I became a Colts fan, I got the most popular jersey. I, I did. Um, I got a Peyton Manning jersey. Why? Because, well, it, it was Peyton Manning. Uh, when I became a Penguins jersey, my first jersey, it was just the home jersey, just with the crest on it when I bought it myself. I do have a Mario jersey, which I ended up buying uh, later on. I do have a Crosby. I do have a Malkin. Uh, but some jersey that I've purchased, I've purchased through non-authentic ways as well. I, I do have my Aginla. Actually, uh, out of all the jerseys that I have for Penguins, the one thing I was a little happy about was getting the Jerome Aguilar jersey when I went uh, when I bought that authentic. It was it was great. Aguilar, if you're a hockey fan, you love him, especially with the Olympics and the history. It's a player that every Canadian kid did want to have with an Aguilar. But getting sidetracked, I do apologize for that. But again, it's you know depending on the team, depending on who it is. Sometimes you just get the plain jersey and. The sport too, like like the NFL, you can't get a plain jersey. You have to have a number on it. It's just the way the football jersey is. Same with basketball. You you want to have a number there and a player. Soccer, hockey, you can even baseball. Yeah, soccer, hockey, and baseball, those three, you can just buy the jersey without the number and still be fine. The number does not impact. It's great when you're supporting your favorite player or you're putting your name on the back, but Hockey jerseys, baseball, and uh, soccer, like the number doesn't impact you as much. You're, you're still supporting the team in just the way those designs work out. 
But again, it's the number has to be there. So depending on your sport, depending on who you like, do you want to have your name on the back or do you want to put your favorite player there or you want to put the most popular? That's what you're looking at here. And those are questions that always come to mind. And the cost. And like I said, I mentioned earlier on, nowadays with the cost, do you want to spend that money on the authentic one or do you want to try and find alternative means to get a jersey too? So we're, we're looking at that there as well. So again, jerseys, this is my little spiel about them, but again, a lot of questions. And I did mention the price through Fanatics. Some local stores, maybe less. Again, when you order online, you, you have to look at the cost of shipping, the cost of duty, depending on where it's coming from. You know, sometimes it's easier to try and get through the store, but again, depending on who you want, depending on where you're getting the jerseys from. You know, if you're a fan of EPL, La Liga, uh, other leagues, throughout like MLS you have Toronto so it's easier to get a jersey from right from the city which isn't too far away but when you're trying to order from teams that you support out of country that's where you start looking at the pricing where it could be a little bit more expensive so your 160 jersey is going now from 200 to 50 to 200 to three like 300 dollars depending on your shipping depending on your price It, it can be a difficult one to buy so Lots of things going forward when thinking about those jerseys, but it's it, it's a great thing to collect. There's memories with it, but at the same time, too, it it can cost. So, you know, there there are some websites out there that do offer affordable jerseys. Sometimes maybe you just need to look at the market of clearances or when those jerseys from last year go on sale at a lower price, you get that. Because at the end of the day, you're still supporting your team. It doesn't matter which make, model, or you know style that you got. You're, you're still supporting your team. So lo- lots of things to look into when you're trying to purchase a jersey. But you know, many questions there as well. But again, I uh, hope you did enjoy that segment. Jerseys collection is you know sometimes a hobby of mine. Trying to l- lightly get back into it. Lots of money it costs, but it's still a lot of fun to collect as well. But uh, I hope you enjoyed uh, tonight's episode of the podcast as well. I know I went on a little bit when talking about jerseys. Good to have the NFL back for the week as well. So week two has already kicked off. I discussed it earlier with the Eagles with their first win of week two. Made my picks for week two. Talked about my top performers for rookies on for week one. I'll do that next episode as well. My top uh, five performers uh, as well. So much more to cut. Sorry, lots more to catch up on next week's episode of the podcast too. Uh, getting closer to the Ryder Cup. So we'll discuss that recap week two. Uh, English Premier League's back this week. We had the international break last week as well. A couple of good games. Portugal just beating Luxembourg nine uh, nothing on Monday in that game. They they haven't conceded a goal yet in qualifier knock on wood um but it's it's incredible to see here we are getting ready for a euro cup next year in 2024 we have that going on we have the olympics going on next year huge for canada next year too with uh soccer basketball being in the olympics so we'll we'll see that going on for next summer so we're all looking forward to that as well so but again next week lost the cover again week two of the nfl Catch you up on, on some Premier League. Uh, we're getting close to NHL training camps, getting ready to go too. And uh, lastly, Ryder Cup 
we're not that far off. So I got to start looking into the Ryder Cup too. So definitely going to be exciting as well. I may re-release my history, or actually, no, I never did the history. When I did my game of golf, I discussed, I believe, the Ryder Cup. But maybe it's time to do the history of the Ryder Cup. Like, we're, we're getting close to that. I think that's an episode special that I need to do, the history of the Ryder Cup. So that will be a lot of fun. That that will be, um, if I decide to do it. <laughs> Lots of stuff going on at the moment, so I will try my best. And I got to catch up on college football, too. Um, third, we're now going to the second week of college football. We did have week zero go a couple of weeks ago. USC, we'll, we'll discuss. I think I'll discuss Monday um, the, the, the top 10 or the top 25 rankings. Some teams that are there. Colorado has shocked a lot of teams as well. So it's, it's going to be interesting next week. But lots to cover. So I'll catch up on college football, discuss a little EPL, catch up on week two of the NFL. You got the Ryder Cup to discuss as well. So it's going to be a big episode too, but it's good to be back recording. But again, I hope you enjoyed uh, tonight's episode. If you have been following before, if you're new to the podcast, please remember to hit that subscribe button on where you're getting your podcast, whether it's Spotify or Apple Podcasts. You can follow me on Twitter at Draining Jimmy's. We also have Instagram, DrainingJimmy's.podcast. Also, TikTok as well, DrainingJimmy's.sportspod. So lots of things to uh, support, uh, but definitely click that subscribe as well as you can find me on YouTube as well. I'll try to get a couple of my episodes re-released as well, uh, just to catch up. But again, uh, don't forget to hit that subscribe, follow on those platforms. But again, I hope you enjoyed tonight's episode of the podcast. Enjoy the rest of your night. Enjoy your weekend. This is the Draining Jimmy's Podcast. (laughs) 